to a special edition podcast all about the USLN and the CUSP. My name is Nick Leonardi. I'll be your host for this podcast. And with us today, we have the board president, Jeff Clemens. Um, he has been on the board for quite a while. Um, he's going to give us a little bit of history and maybe some background on how the USLN was founded. How's it going, Jeff? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Nick. It's going going great today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Um, can you let people know, you know, obviously you're, you're a board member, um, but also, I mean, what do you do as your day job? What's, where do you work and, and what's your job title? So I work for, uh, currently work for San Diego Gas Electric. Uh, I've been a safety professional 17 years. Uh, I've been with SDG&E over 13 years currently, and I, uh, I work in our contractor safety services uh, division. Um, help manage the uh, safety for capital construction, uh, major projects, transmission, substation, construction, and also battery storage and EPC contracts. Oh, wow. So you have a full-time job on top of <laughs> sitting on the board. Maybe full-time and a half. Okay. But, fair yeah. fair keeps, enough. Keeps me busy. That's good. That's good. Um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, the U.S. Line is an acronym we throw around, but it, it stands for Utility Safety and Ops Leadership Network. Um, they own the credential of the CUSP, which is the um, Certified Utility Safety Professional uh, Certification. It's the only utility-specific credential in the industry. Um, so let's let's kick it off and uh, let's start with uh, you know how did you, what made you become a CUSP? Why did you want to join the board? What got you involved? Sure, Nick. So I, I was in the utility industry um, and heard about the CUSP, Certified Utility Safety Professional uh, Certification, uh, probably early 2011, um, and and was interested in it and kind of researched more because there wasn't a professional certification designation in the industry specific for safety professional for utility. Um, after looking into it some more, a colleague of mine and I flew up to Wenatchee, Washington in 2012 and uh, took the exam. <clears throat> we both thought we didn't pass it at first, but then got that nice email uh, about a week later that said, uh, <clears throat> congratulations, you are a CUSP. Wow. Yeah, and then after that, shortly after that, uh, attended a couple conferences and um and just after attending two or three conferences, uh, was approached uh, by Catherine Cox, mm-hmm. uh, who just recently retired uh, from UBM. But and Catherine asked me if I'd be willing to uh, maybe volunteer and do some work on a, on a committee. And um, I think at that time they had some room on uh, test question writing committee, and so I kind of hopped on that. Did that for a couple years and. <clears throat> did some other committee work, and um, and then got an opportunity to uh, uh, be on the board. Awesome, awesome. Well, it sounds like you're you're involved, and in, uh, you know, a couple of questions for for people out there. So uh, I kind of wrote, you know, and had uh, just a general time questions for people who may not know the organization, the USLN, or the credential. Um, so let's start off with uh, you know, kind of the the history of you know. How was the USLN um, organization created and, and the credential, which 
you know, came from that and a little history on that. Sure. So the Utility Safety and Ops Leadership Network, or USOLN, when you say, let me throw that acronym around, uh, was created in 2009 out of the need for utility safety and operations personnel to network, share ideas, share ideas and professionally develop in order to build strong safety cultures within their utility work environment. Uh, the founding members in, included Mac Turner, Pam Tompkins, Danny Rains, Jim Vaughn, Ron Shank, uh, Ted Granger, John Morton, and Carla Hausch with Instant Prevention, um, and others. And there was others who <clears throat> gave their input and support to the idea. Um, they saw a need, really, that, that I, <clears throat> when I heard about it, I recognized also. Um, so a group of dedicated volunteers, those who started it and other people worked uh, to develop a body of knowledge uh, that was used to create the first CUSB exams. Uh, this was in 2010. Uh, they did their first exam and um, exams you know, are used to assess the competence of utility safety and operations professionals. Uh, the USOLN and the CUSB certification program continue to rely today on volunteers to serve as board members, such as myself, but also committee members, as I've done before, supporting the mission and programs that we uh, that we have for it. That's awesome. And it's a good it's a good mission to have is, you know, making sure people are, are qualified in their work so you know, they know what they're doing, they're competent in their work and they get home safely, you know, to their families. Um so thanks for that. Um you know we talked a little bit how you became a USLN member uh, already, but um, you know the USLN has has membership, like all uh, you know organizations. And and what benefits can can folks get, you know, for for joining the USLN? Well, you know, today uh, we have over a thousand individuals who who are members and benefit from the membership. Um, uh, the members work for investor-owned utilities, electric cooperatives municipal utilities and contractors. So they come from a wide variety of, of different backgrounds and disciplines, but providing services to the utility industry. Uh, so the USOLN with membership offers support and access to utility industry experts throughout the year at any time. Um, USOLN member meetings are held uh, once a year, mm -hmm. usually at our fall conference or the fall conference, the IP conference, but it's, it, the membership, I, I think the the key foundation of membership is is the networking, mm -hmm. and not just networking for additional work or possible employment, but questions within the industry. Which, as named doing this for seventeen years, I still have questions, and I'm still learning. Yeah, and I have people contact me, and I contact a number of people throughout the year as different situations come up that either I don't have experience in or limited experience in and want uh, somebody to kind of weigh in on it or to collaborate with that has that experience. So being able to bounce ideas off other people in, in the industry that may not work in the same city or state or company, right, is beneficial to, I would assume, to get answers and how they're doing things and how they're keeping their workers safe. Exactly, exactly. I mean, right now we have <clears throat> just over 1,500 CUSPs throughout North America. So I can call uh, somebody f from who's in Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm in San Diego, but I can call anybody on the East Coast, Midwest, Canada, Puerto Rico, in order to get either answers or, like I said, to collaborate too. Because sometimes we do that also. 
battle okay. situation or <clears throat> circumstance comes up and I'd like to collaborate and see what the best option is. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we talked a little bit of where or the need for the credential in the industry, you know, why it was created, but how have you seen it evolve over time, you know, kind of from its creation to where it's at today? You know, we've <clears throat> we've come a long way since that first exam in 2010. <clears throat> like I said, I received my CUSP in 2012. And uh, I mean, they'll probably correct me on the numbers, but I think we had under 300 in 2012 when I when I got my CUSP and now we're over 1500 throughout North America. So it's <clears throat> really grown by leaps and bounds in a very short amount of time. But you know, we first, the first uh, project that was launched by USOLN is the CUSP certification. Um, uh, and when we finally got accredited, uh, we got accredited by the International Society for per Performance Improvement. Um, that accred accreditation uh, is one of our major milestones um, that we've achieved uh, since I've been involved. Uh, during the accreditation process, uh, the CUSP program was evaluated against eight standards of performance improvement, along with uh, rigorous code of ethics. Uh, the ISPI accreditation uh, provides us an independent third-party validation of the quality and effectiveness of the CUSP credential by respected and trusted world leader in performance improvement and workplace productivity. So it basically, it affirms the role of the CUSP credential in creating a safe and productive utility workplace. Um, it's, you know, the, that accreditation provides additional credibility to our certification that's being adopted across the U.S. and in Canada. So you say, um, really, you've seen a, a really big validation and acceptance of the, of the program across the industry as time's gone on? Oh, yes. Well, as you mentioned before, the the certification itself, the CUSP, kind of gives us safety professionals in the utility industry. We know what we do, <laughs> and yeah. we, you know, and, and what we do every day, trying to you know make sure that uh, the people we work with and we work for go home safely every day. The CUSP provides an actual validation of what we do and the knowledge and experience that we've gained through yeah. what we do, and then the accreditation with ISPI actually just solidifies that amongst other you know, major certifications, including the Certified Safety Professional. Would you say um, if you go onto a job site, having that CUSP helps validate yourself to maybe um, a contractor or someone else you're working with that may not be part of your company, it gives them kind of an instant check mark like, hey, this guy knows what he's doing or this, this gal knows what, what they're doing, you know? It's, it's definitely one step of that. Right. And, and whether it's a contractor or a corporation or a co-op or a utility, whether you're working for them or in conjunction with them or working for a contractor that is working for a co-op or a utility, that certification kind of sets the, sets the ground for where you are. Um, now, you also have to show your experience and, and what you do in the field, right, right. or in the office. But, but that's, it just, it, it validates the experience and education of what you've learned. So, um, can you explain a little bit about, you know, a lot of people hear about the board, don't necessarily know 
much about it. Um, but there are real people and volunteers like yourself and, and, uh, you know, Rod Courtney and Chris Grajek and, and a lot of people that do phenomenal work and put a lot of time and dedication in. And there's a lot of committee members, um, as well that may not get recognition, but can you just kind of talk about the board a little bit and give some, some detail for folks out there? Sure. So the USOLN board of directors is, uh, total volunteer board, uh, myself sitting as chair. Um, Chris Grajek, who you mentioned, um, works for Alltech Line Contractors out of Canada. He's our vice chair. And Mark Wardorf is our secretary slash treasurer. So those three positions are the executive positions of the board. Those are two-year terms. Uh, I'm in my second year right now. So in the fall conference, I'll be rolling off and uh, Chris Grajek will be taking over for me. Um, but we also have um, five other uh, director spots that oversee different areas. Um, the, the readiness applications and recertification uh, committees are run by Alan Hare, Center Point Energy. Uh, the CUSP exam oversight director is Garrett Bush with Pike Electric. Uh, the body of knowledge, or the BOK, as we like to uh, say with our acronyms, <laughs> is, uh, is <clears throat> now being uh, chaired by Chris Deschard with Asplund. And the marketing growth and retention uh, section of the board is Rod Courtney with Empirical Solutions. And we also do have a Canadian uh, exam board uh, director, Andy Felzak with EHSE Consulting. Oh, so um, a number of people, but all, all of those areas are critical and key to keeping the CUSP not only running and afloat, but also on, on the cutting edge of the industry. Um, just for example, with the uh, CUSP exam oversight, Garrett Bush and his committees look at after each exam is taken, <clears throat> we run analytics to see which questions uh, were answered correctly, the percentage of those, percentage of questions that were answered incorrectly. And we're constantly looking at, is a question not valid, but is a question a good question? Mm -hmm. So uh, as anybody who's taken the CUSP exam, uh, can attest to it's it's a lot about experience and it's a knowledge-based exam not a memorization exam so so we don't like to include questions that uh trying to trip people up mm -hmm. or try to confuse you we want straightforward answers that if you have the knowledge and experience you can answer absolutely yeah it sounds from what i've heard talking with folks you know the csp exam you have to know the knowledge um getting that knowledge is is you know, work experience, networking, there's a lot of, a lot of ways to do that. But, uh, but it's not something that you're right. It's not a memorization thing. You have to know your stuff. Yeah. And that's the reason we, um, <clears throat> during the application process, uh, unless you have three years experience in a safety centered role in the utility industry, we, uh, we don't allow people to sit with anything less than that because we don't, we don't want you to fail. Right. We'd like people to succeed. Right now, I think our pass-fill rate is right around 70%, which we like it around that way. We don't yeah. want it too hard. We definitely don't want it too easy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, another question I had for you was, you know, are you seeing the uh, CSP credential become more of a standard in the industry with it on the for the credential? Uh, def uh, most definitely. I, mean, it's, uh, I, I would say on the East Coast, it's, it's a little more prevalent, East Coast and Southeast. 
Um, but on the West Coast, we're seeing uh, a really a, a really great increase in people getting their CUSP, employers asking for it and even requiring it. Uh, I know uh, our capital construction uh, group that I help support for SDG&E in our transmission contracts and transmission, our tie line uh, contracts, if the contractor is required to have a dedicated safety professional working for the contractor out there during construction, we require a CUSP or equivalent. So it's, uh, you know, and, and to answer your question from earlier too, it, you know, the credential, uh, it's, it's professional recognition as a utility safety professional. Um, and if you have an employer looking for that, you put that on your resume or with your application, it gives those employers an assurance of your knowledge, skills, and abilities in the utility work environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's, uh, folks may, may not know that, you know, well, there's, there's five currently endorsements that you can earn. So you got to take a base exam, a green or a blue based on your experience. Um, if, if folks want to see where they fall, they can go to the usln.org and find out, um, you know, if they qualify and where they qualify for their designation as a blue or green, but there's an additional five endorsements. So you have to pass your base and then, and then also, you know, one of the five endorsements, but not limited, you know, to one or five. What, can you talk a little bit about those? <clears throat> sure. So the, yes, you take, uh, when you first take the side for the exam, you'll take the base exam. And then, as you said, you choose at least one of, of the five, uh, five endorsements that we currently offer. And that's, those are electric transmission and distribution, uh, gas, power generation, civil endorsement and our new utility line clearance arborist endorsement um as you said you can you can you have to choose at least one but you can you can take up to i think all five if you want to oh wow. which is which is pretty ambitious um <laughs> yeah but <clears throat> what that does the base exam uh passing that says you have a base knowledge as a safety professional in the utility industry the endorsement actually tells where your expertise is your specialty exactly exactly so um <clears throat> for myself um I, i'm i'm a transmission guy on the electric side so i have the uh the tnd endorsement um but i've also spent a lot of time uh, building substations and working inside substations so the power generation and the civil uh, i would also probably get but you know, you can, and you can, you can study and take as many endorsements as you want to build up, you know, your, uh, your expertise, I guess you'd say. Okay. Awesome. Um, you know, the last, uh, kind of thought is, you know, um, you know, people that want to know more about the U.S. Fund as an organization, um, as well as, you know, the CSP credential, you know, where would they go and, and how would they take the first steps and, and, uh, you know, taking the credential? So, um, you can definitely, they can go to the uh, U.S. Olin website, which I'm sure you'll provide a link to. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. We'll link it in the description. Um, that can give you that. The website is all-inclusive. It gives you more information on the U.S. Olin, how to become a member, and also how to obtain your CUSP. Uh, the CUSP exam uh, can be taken online within a year of being approved to take the exam. And there's also a, uh, a new but very popular CUSP prep course 
And uh, the feedback that I've received even from individuals is that it's very beneficial um, <clears throat> to many who have taken the exam. So somebody who qualifies, right, they, they fill out an application on the website and they get approved, they pick an, uh, an exam, they can actually take a prep course to help them um, make sure that they're honed in on, on what they need come test day. Correct. Yeah. The Is prep that online? Yes. Yeah. It's it's also online. It's not it's not given by the USOLN. Okay. Uh, but it's through uh, IPI, Incident Prevention Institute, and um, we also have information on the website about that also. Okay. But it's helped people take the exam. It doesn't give you answers to the exam at all. Um, that's still knowledge based, but but gives you tips and strategies on how to take the exam and how to how to better your chances of, of passing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I guess to, to wrap up, uh, you know, what, what, what do we see in the future for, for the USLN and the CSP credential? What are you guys working on? So the board, the USLN board, uh, along with the CUSP program director, uh, we meet regularly to discuss changing interests and trends within our industry, which anybody in the utility industry knows that we're constantly changing and evolving uh, different regulations and standards coming down either whether it's through OSHA and other other governing boards. Um, but we also receive feedback from current CUSPs who've just taken the exam to longstanding uh, CUSPs with their thoughts, ideas, and needs within the industry. Um, so these are shared and discussed at our board meetings uh, and throughout the year. And that kind of helps us plan and shape the program to not only keep it cutting edge, but relevant, and also to give back to our many members. So you actively listen to, you know, all sorts of people. If it's a good idea, you guys talk about it and, and try to involve it in the program and, and help guide and shape the future of the program. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. And if, if <clears throat> I mean, we need to listen, yeah, we need to listen to the feedback because if we don't, and we don't change and evolve with, with our industry, then we just become stagnant and we're not cutting edge anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's good to hear that um, you guys are, 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 you know, listening. You guys are very actively involved. The, the credential is, is becoming more and more a staple, as, as I hear from people at the IP Utility Safety Conference. And, um, and also from uh, just talking with folks, you know, it's, it's, it's a really great program. And it's, uh, you know, you've seen it grow up from where it was to what it is today. And I think it's only going to continue. So, Nice job, and we appreciate you guys, you know, coming on and explaining a little bit about the U.S. London CUSP. Well, thank you, Nick. And also, if um, <clears throat> uh, people who are current CUSPs are interested in uh, volunteering roles, either on the committee or helping out with the board and the program, that can also be found on our website also. Okay. Information with that, and please feel free to reach out to anybody on the board, including myself. So they could go to uslund.org and they could... Uh, get involved yes in the organization yep and i'll say this after being involved uh on committees and with the board for probably going on seven years um as with tell you the reason i got involved <laughs> is because not just because Catherine cox asked me to but um i believed in the program and seven years later i still do absolutely it's uh it's it's a great resource it's been a great uh, asset for my not just career but my professional development and I can I continue to believe in it and that's why I'm still working with it well we thank you for all the work that you do and 
we thank you for coming on and, and spending your time. We know you're a busy guy and uh, and yeah, we'll uh, you know reach out to any board members. Like you said, we'll put the link to the website uh, usln.org in the description. I'll, That's right. I'll Look, you're very welcome. You're very welcome, Nick. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. The views, information, and opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of utility business media and its employees. It is strongly recommended that you discuss any actions or policy changes with your company management prior to implementation.